Guys, welcome back to the High Button Podcast. I am Dudes, not your host, but I am doing the intro today. Belly's beside me. We are shooting live from the man cave out here in Dutch Settlement. We have a big episode for you on tap today. I don't know if big's necessarily the term. They're always the same size, but we have a few things to go over. You know, our hopes and dreams of sports coming back and whatnot. This episode is brought to you by Sport Wheels Sports Excellence. Nova Scotia's number one stop for bicycles, baseball, lacrosse, volleyball, hockey, and more. Getting kids off the coach is our business. Stop by and see us at 209 Sackville Drive or visit us on the web at www.sportwheels.ca. Sport Wheels is a local company. They're great. They've been in business forever. They've been helping out kids. They've been sponsoring people. They're just, uh, I mean, the crew there is unbelievable. Um, they're, they're always looking to support the community, and I think this is, you know, if ever a time to support a local store, it's now. Um, you know, the hope is that things are slowing down around here and, and we'll be able to get the kids back out doing what they love. And and if that's the case, please stop by Sport Wheels. You will not regret it. With all that being said, let's get this shit rolling. You know what comes next. How'd I do? And we are going. All right, welcome back. Ladies and gentlemen, or I think I'm doing the intro. Dudes already did the intro, so what's going on? I still can't even do... I can't start the podcast without doing the intro. But you already did it. Yeah, and I crushed it. You're right. It's my new thing. So we're here in the new cave, the new man cave. Still being built. It's not full it's, yet. You're lucky. You got thing. Yeah, I always say this, that you have something to do. You have something to work towards right now. Yeah. I and mean, it's all I, leisure. It's fun. Oh, here. Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, we have the house and stuff like that. So, I mean, there isn't really a better time, to, I guess, to be isolated when you have a ton of shit to do with your house. Like, yesterday, I pressure washed the deck when I got home. You know, I chip away out here pretty much every day. This is just like my zen zone, you know? It's like going to the rink kind of for me. Yeah. I have my stalls and shit, and then I have my, like, workstation and, you know, where the tools are and stuff. I don't use too many tools. You know, you got the bar. That's the main thing. And then the TV station, the leisure spot, so... It's a good spot to be for sure, and now that I have power and stuff like that, it's uh, it's coming for sure. It's have you chilly. looked? Have you looked into mini fridges? I have prices. One. Oh, you have one. I have one. It's just at the old house, right? Grandma's using it. Oh yeah. So they're moving out at the end of June, so that puppy will be parked there, full of beer. Because that's the key to this whole place: is you want to stay in here and not leave. Yeah, I was thinking you know, about you don't putting a urinal in. You should. Like that's the thing. It's like or you even just a piss hole. You know. You should. <laughs> Just a tube going down to the ground. Once you're here, you don't want to move. Well, that's the idea, right? The whole purpose of having the cave is to not disrupt what's going on yeah. in actual society, yeah. right? On the way out here, like for those of you, oh, obviously we just talked about the man cave, but dudes lives out in, what do you call this place? Dutch Settlement. Dutch Settlement. So what, 25 minutes from downtown, 30 minutes? 35 minutes from downtown. Yeah. Yeah. From okay. Like where you're at, probably yeah. like 20, 25. And for those of you that are listening, every time we used to go on like road trips, because dudes kind of lives out you know in towards the provinces like closer to new brunswick and closer to pei so every time we'd go on a, a road trip we'd always sleep at dudes the night before wake up at like 5 6 a.m and just hit the, the traffic whatever yeah. we do so every time i come out here i just always think i'm getting ready to come out for a road trip and on the way out here it was same thing you know what's the word you're looking for it was like when you think about your past reminisce you reminisce about the old times even though it was only like two months ago <laughs> yeah, so I'm, just com- I'm coming out here and i had to go to my parents place first to pick up all this podcast stuff and i'm just thinking you know like oh, i should be packing some clothes right now yeah, should like be packing you, stuff you only pack a fucking backpack anyways yeah I know. so you like, were like packer <laughs> yeah i'd say but except for when we went to thunder bay you were pretty heavily pa- no that was me that was heavily packed actually like a woman i don't even remember what i packed for that i don't <laughs> yeah true that feels like a really long time ago but it that's a year now. No, is that, Cody yeah, Anthony right. messaged me yesterday actually because I shared their him and Matt's him and Piggy's podcast. Who? who, who Cody sorry, Anthony. What? Why say that again? Cody Anthony. What about him? He messaged me yesterday. And he's like, I can't believe it's been two years since that podcast. Two. Yeah. 
And I was like, holy shit. But it doesn't even feel like that. Like it doesn't feel like two years. I don't know if it's because of the weird gap we have right now. Of not, re- it feels right now. It feels like when we first started, where you're kind of like you're hoping yeah. things come up and you're looking for shit to do. And obviously that wasn't the case. Like, and that was another thing. Shout out to Cody too, because he's always pretty positive about about HB, and he was saying that we were killing it and. And I was like, well, not right now. He goes, yeah, but nobody's killing you right now. It's not your fault, which is just such Cody Anthony yeah. way of saying things, right? Yeah. But I was like, yeah, no, for sure. It's it's fun, right? Like I said, it doesn't feel like two years, I think, probably because it's been such a ride. Such a ride. When we were at Sport Wheels the other day shooting the other advertisement, I was talking to Jamie and he said the same thing. He's like, you know, you guys were just, it just looked like you guys were right about to take off. It's like you guys were right there getting ready to go and then this happened. But then I said to him, I was like, you know, everyone felt the same thing you know it's just not yeah. us you can't feel bad everyone's going through the same thing. and there's other businesses that just started like us too you know what i mean yeah. so it's the thing is yeah we were about to take off but you know what we're still standing on the runway getting ready to fly like yeah. that's the way i look at it yeah we're just we're grounded right now but it's not like we're not doing anything because we're just lazy fox and we just we're like nah fuck it today it's like if there was yeah. shit to do we'd be doing it like look at ex- yesterday for example you know we did our our best to abide by the rules yeah and, and get out and you know i'm sure it was good for the welsh boys i don't know what they've been doing but yeah. i mean just the i don't know the camaraderie of going out and just and fucking around at the golf course and and the fun behind it just kind of makes you forget everything else right well i think that everyone right now needs a little fun but if there's definitely a province or a place in the world that needs to kind of forget about things it's this province you not forget like you never want to forget the, yeah, the yeah, victims yeah. that have recently passed in you this province. but you know yesterday was a beautiful day you need to get out and get your mind off things and remember that you're still living life and that's what it was for me yesterday for i sure i had no cares in the world i was out there on the driving range i'm a terrible golfer but i still had the best time yeah it was unreal you know and like i said it, it would have been fun just you and i but you know we we brought in a couple friends of the show the walsh boys are great kids obviously and their dad we you know we've yeah. had our run-ins with him he's yeah. a beauty so, I mean, I don't know how they feel. They were obviously, you know, they were smiling and laughing and carrying on and stuff too, which is a nice part because those boys, you know, a lot of their life is business right now. Like, you know, oh, talking yeah. to their agents and, you know, going to the next level and moving on to this team and getting drafted, right? So it's to, to let loose like a kid again probably. And I'm talking like I'm a kid, but to let loose like a, like a kid again, is it was nice for me anyway. So I got the inside scoop. I think I told you this story already about the NHL. Well, the, well, AHL got canceled yesterday. I saw Liam O'Brien's post, and then I did a little bit more research and saw that the uh, and saw that the league was canceled. So that sucks. But as soon as I saw that post about the AHL being canceled, I went right to the NHL's Twitter, and I was like, "Oh, so the NHL because usually the AHL just follows the NHL, basically, yeah." So I was like, "Oh, the NHL season must be canceled too," but I didn't see anything from the NHL. So that's where I was just like, "Okay, well, what's going on here?" It does suck for the AHL, all those guys. They're still getting paid, though. It's not like they're East Coast guys. I was going to ask that because I know in, well, in even minor league baseball is fucked up right now. Like, they're only bringing back, like, so many teams or something like that. And it's just like they're fighting to to get their paycheck right now. You know, obviously, if yeah, guys signed and stuff like, you know, if they signed last year and you got a signing bonus and the guys that have been MLB staples for those don't, like, it's MLB, you're getting paid, but down in the minors, right? There's so many players in so many leagues. Like, there's, it's just a lot of money to, to, to generate with no basically revenue coming in you know what i mean so it's it's yeah. tough yeah but is the nhl coming back well here's the thing i got an inside scoop i'm not going to give my source no you never do he's he's a, he works for the nhl he works for a team he's he's a big dog and uh essentially what i'm getting is that there's some players that are willing to come back and play and there's some players that aren't right. there's some players that don't want to risk their health and that potentially lose their life so let's let's say let's let's put this out there right now. If let's say the NHL does come back and they play out of one rink in Vegas, okay, everyone stays in one hotel. Everyone has to be tested in the hotel. Every single maid has to be tested in the hotel because maids are going home and then coming back to the hotel Any to clean the walking rooms. Walking pe- earthling at all. And I get the UFC just did it and they did a great job with it. But you have to understand a UFC team is three guys. You got yeah. the fighter, the trainer. The tape guy. They live together. And they, you know, that that's it. An NHL team consists of the trainers, the water boys, the equipment managers. The assistant the, equipment the assist, manager. The, like, the video coach, not to mention the 21 guys that are Ross actually on like the team. 60 men or women. And that's another thing. Guys that are over in Europe right now, when they come back, they have to quarantine for 14 days. 
Actually, that was in Canada. Trudeau said that. Trump, I don't think, said that. <laughs> Trump's just yeah, Trump's wants. like, do whatever you want. Did you see what he said during the UFC? Did you watch the UFC fights? No, I don't watch you. I can't watch that. Those guys when they're getting their heads beat off the ground. <laughs> I struggle. I struggle with it too, but there's nothing else on. So I said, what the hell? True enough. Um, and he had like a little commercial on there, and he's just, you know, we need sports. And he goes, hey America, congratulations to Dana White, UFC. We need sports. Sports are the, the bedrock to this economy. He's, Let's go. Thumbs. He looked like Don Cherry almost, like, but making a political statement. Speaking of Don Cherry. What? Since Don Cherry got fired, everything's been fucked. Did you see that tweet? I don't so, remember if it was a tweet or not. S- some guy tweeted it, and he said, the moment Don Cherry got fired, everything went downhill. And he, he's like, if 2020 were a movie, I wouldn't believe you. Like, Kobe dying, COVID. Yes. A bunch of stuff happened. Crazy shit here. Crazy shit here. Yeah, I know. It's pretty crazy. You know? <laughs> That's just funny to think about. Don Cherry. <laughs> Anyways, the- so that's that's the inside scoop for the NHL. I I I just don't see it, man. I, I don't I don't see it coming back. No, I know every part. Like, uh, fuck, man. I would never ask for anything ever again if they brought it back. Like, obviously, it's different for me now because we're sitting out here and I can sit out here and smoke and drink and do whatever the hell I want. Yeah, you know what I mean. Piss myself if I want, but, but you need you need social interaction, especially. Oh my you. god! And Most that was what yesterday was so like, fuck, man. Even when we do the Zoom podcast, I feel like I haven't talked to a person in in years. Like yeah. I, I just came out of the womb or something. I'm just trying to figure out how to read scenarios and and you know read the conversation. So yesterday was, for the first little bit, I found it a little weird because yeah. you talk to one person, like you and I talk on the phone a couple times a day, but it's <laughs> the face to face stuff, man. When you can read people's emotions and like you can see how they react to things you say, which is yeah. normally the one thing that I look for for when I say <laughs> stupid shit. But like you said, the human interaction, man, it's just like you don't realize how how much you you actually need it or or crave a human interaction in your life like yeah there's people that are what are they called like introverts or something like that yeah and they're just like "Mm." like the guy on bench warmers he lives in the closet oh yeah he's afraid of the sun like yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) (laughs) but he's like yeah it's like there's people like that and i get it and i get you want to be by yourself but like for me man it's like saying i tried to drink like get drunk one day a sunny day doing yard work (laughs) i had like three drinks and i'm like fuck this because there's no one to fuck around with you know that's what, what I mean? it is. That's it's fun. fun. Like, yeah, a girlfriend and I, we like drinking, but it's more of a social thing for us. You know what I mean? Like when there's 30 people around, you can, you, you drink and you don't even know is basically how it goes. Like having to think about every drink you have, you're like, well, if I get drunk on this one, like, it's funny. Like, you, fuck it. You and I both moved into new houses in the past couple of days or past couple of months. And the one thing you do when you move into a new house is what do you want to do with it? You want to show it off to your friends. Yeah, Come it. on over. Let, let's have dinner. Let's yeah. have some drinks. No, nope. can't do it. Especially here too, man. I've been doing nothing but renovations here. Lisa and I like same in our place. That's what I mean. Well, you guys got the upper hand. Sarah's an interior designer. Yeah, it'll never be done. We should in bleep out their names. What's that? We should just bleep out their names in the podcast. Be hilarious. Yeah, they don't listen to this shit. <laughs> but everybody else, we don't want them to know their girlfriend's names. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like yeah, but has. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be fun. What do you think of Sunday over there? What's? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Were you a Sundin fan growing up? I was here's the thing. I was a hockey night in Canada fan, so Toronto was on every Saturday. True. So I do really you feel couldn't like care Toronto, less. Montreal played each other a lot more when we were kids, or maybe yes. that was just the games you've seen. No, I do feel like they played together a lot. More teams, and now they do the structure different, where they go out of conference and shit. So yeah. it's But I felt like every second Saturday it was Toronto, Montreal when we were growing up. It missed Saturdays, uh, for some reason, I, I don't know what league I was in. Definitely AAA, mm. uh, but I don't know what level. We always played at Centennial Saturday at like six, seven o'clock, and I remember it would be done around eight o'clock. We'd rush home. My mom yeah. would like maybe get a pizza, and the Leafs would just be on. You'd catch like half of the first, and then you'd sit there and just stay up with your dad and your oh, dog, and you'd watch Hockey Night in Canada. There's just there's no better feeling other than like maybe I don't even know as as a kid. There, there's, well, that's what you live for, man. Like if you're growing up as a hockey player. And you're taking it serious. You said you played AAA. It's probably not the case. But, like, <laughs> if that was the case, AAA hockey, you know, for the most part, that's all the kid thinks about. So when you get to share, you know, how many times have you you not been able to watch TV because your parents were watching something as a kid? You know, that was just yeah. the fucking rules. It's not your house. You didn't buy the TV. Yeah. You're 10 years old. Yeah. Shoo. Yeah. But then you, you know, you, you get the interaction. Your mom buys a pizza, you said. It was different yeah. for me. We had, like, Mr. Noodles probably. but <laughs> And you fire the TV on, you sit there, and that's what you watch. That's yeah. what your family does. Whether you remember who was there or not, you remember yeah. those moments, right? And it's the same when you're grown up. Like, I fucking, Saturday night, I'm like, no, we're not doing that. Because Hockey Night in Canada has on. been on Saturday night, same time, yeah. every year for the last, like, 100. 
So. I always remember. For some reason growing up, whenever I had a math test, it was on a Thursday or something, and we'd always get it back on a Friday. And the weekend assignment was to get your parents to sign your math test. Oh. And my math test was always, you know, 50s, 60s, just terrible scores. <laughs> so I remember the anxiety all week of going home and, when, you know, when do I bring it up to get them to sign my math test that I failed? So for some reason, I'd always bring it up during past. I'd bring it up during hockey night in Canada because everyone's <laughs> happy, you know. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Hey, Dad, do you, do you mind signing this really quick? I I, I don't know. I, I thought I did well, but I, I messed up a couple And then you told me things. signed it, and he's like, signed what? <laughs> Just dying. It never worked, but I remember always thinking, okay, when do I get my parents to sign things? When? Okay, well, when they're the most happiest. When are they the most happy? When hockey's on exactly. Saturday night, pizza, yep. pizza, you know? <laughs> pizza. <laughs> pizza makes everything good. I just remember that growing up. I remember one time as a kid and. I wasn't really like I had a bedtime probably till I was like fucking nineteen. That's not true because I left the house earlier than that. But still, I you know there was a time where I was supposed to go to bed and I was I was younger at this point. It was when Cujo was playing with the Leafs still and like Sundin and those boys and they were in the playoffs and obviously. I was gonna say no, that wasn't any time soon. All jo- all jokes aside, yeah, they made the playoffs. I get it. But <laughs> I remember my dad came up. It was overtime against Ottawa. I think Patrick Laleem. Ottawa or Philly. Yeah, I think it was Ottawa though because this was back. And I remember my old man came and woke me up, which was like, you know, that yeah. that, that just didn't fucking happen. Yeah. Like, he's like, yeah, get up. And I was like, I'm kind of like thinking it's an emergency type thing. So I pop right up out of bed and he's like, yeah, the Leafs are in overtime right now. They end up losing naturally. But I just thought that that's something I'll never forget. You know what I mean? From my childhood is like, that's probably something that I'll do with my future kid. Hopefully, you know, yes. like, hey, get up. Your team's playing. You can't miss this shit. One thing I do regret, or I guess I don't regret. I just didn't really know about probably neither did my parents was watching Michael Jordan in the 90s. I wish I did that. I never I don't remember a goddamn single video from that documentary. And I'm not finished it yet, so yeah. but like I'm like the I'm like okay, 98, I'm 7, like fuck man, we had SportsNet. I know that yeah. for sure, or TSN or whatever. But I just like basketball wasn't my thing. Same. You, I was one track mind. Yeah, you yeah. watch Sports Center and you see the highlights, you know, of yeah. Jordan, you know, had 97 points again, like <laughs> he dunked 13 times. Like that's what I thought about as a kid. Yeah. Now I actually like basketball. Yeah. And it, only because of the Raptors, right? Like, I'm one of those guys. I'm a homer, yeah. so. But, but, no, I just remember everything. It was hockey, hockey, hockey. Basketball wasn't even a thing. Like, if you played basketball, you would have watched. Oh, my God, you yeah. You know what I mean? That's just. Yeah. You can only do so much. Have you been, you've, what episode are you at right now? Uh, I think I'm like four or five in, maybe. Oh, my God. I watched Have four you... in a row. And then I just, I, st- I watched like 10 minutes of the first one and then. Just stopped. The guy had an office in the dressing room. Like, do you see the scene where he's back in the dressing room with his security guards and he's playing quarters with the guys? Have no, you, I uh, didn't see that yet. Oh my, I'm not going to ruin it for you, but like, I can tell you, uh, essentially, uh, it, it, it's hard to put into words how of an icon this guy was. I, I really don't think that there's anyone like it. No. But I, 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 when I say that, I'm including... Uh, People might get offended here. Fuck it. But, like, you know, even musicians. Yeah. You know, Michael Jackson, yeah, he's he's an icon. You know, Elvis, he was an icon. Before my time, I don't really know too much about them. I know they were icons. But, you know, the the scene where Michael Jordan, when he wakes up and he's in the hotel and he wants to go out, but he can't because he knows as soon as he leaves the hotel room, thousands and thousands of people outside. So when he goes to the hotel, okay, he's quiet. He's in his room. He leaves thousands of people. He's on the bus. He gets to the rink. Thousands of people. It's not like he can blend in, though. He, well, he's like fucking seven feet tall. That's Yeah, that's the, that's another thing. You know what I mean? And, and that, they say that it wasn't... You know, they say Jerry Krause drive, drove him out of basketball because he didn't bring back... Uh, Pippen? Uh, no, the coach. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jackson. Yeah. But a lot of other people say it was the media that drove him out. Just couldn't handle it. Imagine every single day, dudes, you wake up, you go downtown Halifax, there's a thousand people wanting to talk to you. You'd go nuts. And it's like that for 10 years. The 13 years I think he played in the NBA. I know how he feels, man. I've been to the Moose on a Saturday. (laughs) 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 But yeah, no, I know know what you're saying. I just had to fucking chirp you there, but... It, it, I'm, picture that like like you said yeah those guys are all icons and stuff and it's kind of like apples and oranges that you're comparing but you're right he, an icon man and you got to think of the power he had it wasn't just that he was sick at basketball when you like really sit down and look at like the core of the documentary it's like how much power this guy had oh he comes in he's like we'll win before i leave oh and they do within a, within three or four years you know what i mean or at whatever the championship speech he goes all right we're gonna be here back next year we'll see you then and exactly then back next same year. parade the guy left to go play baseball. Yeah, and you know what? He hit 200 and drove in 50 runs. 
and then came back and won three back-to-back-to-back championships. Or he bought Chicago White Sox a bus. He <laughs> bought them a team bus. I sh- the farm Did team. he? Yeah. The team that he was on, I think their bus was horrible. And the miners, <laughs> he just said, fuck it. He bought them a team a bus. Well, you're on the team, I guess, because bu- it's like the dad's coaching. That's he funny. has to be on the team. When, we, when I was with the Mooseheads for a bit, Bobby Smith coached. So that means he was coming on the road trip. So that means he was coming on the bus. And he just put a big old lazy boy up at the front for him. Or no. For, no, for all the coaches, yeah. Just a big old couple lazy boys for everyone. That's the dream. That's <laughs> what we so need. Funny. A camper yeah, or a bus with a couple lazy boys and a driver. Yeah, it was funny. Um, Bobby Smith, speaking of him, the amount of times I've seen him on TV with his big fucking huge red Cooper dome that he wears, like it's like, it's that big. Oh, yeah. But on the NHL games, you, you like, yeah, you knew we played in the NHL. It's the same with, uh, what's the other guy's name? Fuck. Chelios was there. He no, was I on mean, that he's Montreal from here. Team. He's part of the, he was part of the Mooseheads, or still is. Jody Shelley? No, he played. He's like a coach or something like that. Oh, from now. Cape Breton? No, no, he's from. Al McGinnis? No, it's not Chris Donnelly. It's. Anyways. Nonetheless, I, I know what you're talking about. Those games on sports. Now. Yeah, and you start to see the actual, like, very yeah. first NHLers from here playing, which is super cool. And Bobby Smith is. Huge. Like, we've seen. We've been around him and stuff. You know, Mem yeah. Cop being around the rink and whatnot. I mean, you know him probably yeah. better than I do because I didn't yeah. play for the Moose Heads, but he's massive. On the yeah. ice, he looks massive. He just stayed in front of the net or behind the net or just he's a huge net front You know present. what's crazy, too, is speaking of net front, is like how little... Like, you remember back in the day when we played, you, you know, you'd put fucking Coleman in front of the net or, or you'd put Chris Stackhouse in front of the net because they were big bodies and you just plant them there, that's it, stay there. Yeah. Bang in the trash, screen the goalie. You don't see that now. It's all revolving parts. Yeah, you have net front presence, but it's all for like tips and yeah. like redirections and like. There's a couple guys that are, but I, I know. What but you, you mean. don't have like you don't take. Uh, let's say Ryan Reeves is probably a bad example because he probably actually does do net front right now. But you yeah. don't take your goon because you don't have yeah. them yeah. and just throw him in front. The guy can't skate. Yeah. You put guys like Brennan Gallagher in front there. Hold That's the what I mean. Tip he, guys, he be guys little. that are yeah. practicing net front hand-eye coordination on the regular. Yeah. Right? Like, did we do that when we played? Like I want right, to say yes. Everybody, let's go to the net and we'll practice tips. I, I, I do want to say yes. Because back, pa- back when we played, dudes, that was still a thing. Screen the goalie, tip it. If you get hit, suck it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I was guess a thing. I just thought of a drill, too, where you start in the corner, you pass it to the D-man up the wall, you go to the net, he drags and shoots. So there's like a couple. So I guess I think I confused myself in the statement yeah. because we played in the, the era yeah. of that shit. Yeah. But you never see like, okay, get out there and get out front of that and stay there. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like if he can't skate, you're not fucking playing on the power play. I remember one time we were practicing. This was Bantam AAA for some because the first, no. Yeah, it was Bantam AAA. So the first year Bantam, I played double A. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Fuck off, fuck off. I don't know, did I? Yeah, you did because you weren't on my Bantam AAA team first year. You're right. I didn't, ma- I didn't make it the first year. And I remember the first year. So you were on that team. It was like Jared Grant and all those boys. Yeah, yeah. Brock Knoll. And you guys, like, you know, yeah, it was, it's a big deal. Like, when you're a kid growing up, if you have three A's on your jacket, you're a big dog, which oh, is weird. Oh, and Bantam, dude, from Pee Wee to Bantam, it seemed like such a big jump, right? So I remember the first, like, I made it the second year, Bantam AAA. Like, I'm pumped, you know, I'm excited, I'm pumped. Big dog. There's some big boys in Bantam AAA, though, when you're playing there the first year, even though I was going in second year. But I remember the first practice, I completely fucked up a drill. I was in the slot, and I should have shot, but I remember Solos was right behind me, so I was trying to be fancy and just dropped it to him so he could do a slap shot with his Zed bubble or whatever. Yeah, and right. I'm, and I remember I just got reamed out by, uh, I don't know, I don't even think it was Pete. I forget who it was. It would have been Pete. No, it wasn't. I think it was Luke. Wasn't Luke our coach? In Bantam? Yeah. Triple A? Yeah. No, was... Who's our assistant coach? Yeah, it was Pete, Luke, and uh, Dave Mraz. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And I just remember getting reamed out and just thinking, okay, well, there's so the, the, the margin for error is so little. Now, yeah. And I remember the one example. I, I wish I remember who told it to me or what coach told it to me. And he just said, at this level, even though it's Bantam AAA, like it's sure it's a high level, but at the, for my age, it is the highest level. Oh, and yeah. I, remember, I remember the coach, whoever said it to me, was just like, the margin for error is so little, so don't give yourself an opportunity to make an error. If you're gonna shoot, a coach will never be mad at you, especially from the slot. If if you're gonna ice the puck, okay, yeah, sure, a coach might be mad at you, but if you learn how to chip it to give it to the guy swinging through, no one's gonna be mad at you or if you turn it over to the defenseman or get it in no man's land for a bit, right? Exactly. So I remember learning that lesson at a, such a young age of the uh, no one's gonna be mad at you if you make uh, an uncostly error, if that makes sense. So I always remember if I was anywhere near the two dots, shoot the puck, even though I didn't have a, a hard shot. But guess what? That hard shot, a little bit of a rebound, guess who's driving the net? Roski, who's 200 pounds in Bantam. Yeah. He's going to knock it through. So I used to in Bantam, I ended up being on the you know second line, first line, going up and down. 
And I just always remember. I don't know how we got onto this, but do you? Uh, eras of hockey. Eras of hockey. Because yeah. we were talking about how there was net front presence and all this shit. Yeah, but I th- I just always remember that practice for some reason. Just and ever since that first practice, I never. Well, I still fucked up a bunch, but you know. It's cra- you know it's crazy to think another area of the game that's changed is like how hard you can be on your players. And I'm not going to say that the coaches we had were disrespectful by any means, but like we were pushed pretty hard. Like I remember in Bantam, I was a small kid and I had made Bantam AAA. I didn't know this, but you know, you're waiting outside and you go in and have your meeting. Yeah. Well, the coach at the time literally looked at me dead in the eye and you could never do this today, but he was just like, you know what dudes? He's like, you're a fucking pussy, but I, I like your game other than that, so you're on the team. And I'm sitting there thinking, like, that it didn't even cross my mind that that would piss me off, right? I'm thinking, okay, yeah, maybe he's right. Like, yeah. I'm small, though, like, so yeah. he got to cut me some slack, right? I mean, like, Colin Gorman's six six. Like, what do you want me to do? I'm 5'3", yeah. you know? Yeah. But it's just like you could never – imagine if you said that nowadays. Yeah. I mean, maybe they do, but I can't see it, you know? And just, like, getting shot at in between drills, like, slap shots at you. Yeah. You know, obviously they weren't trying to kill you, but just send you a message, like, yeah. quit fucking around. Best coaches in the world are the ones that push you. And I don't think, maybe, that's the thing. I don't coach, so I don't know if kids know that. I'm not going to say kids these days don't know that because yeah. I'm not in the dressing room, so I don't know. Perfect example, I don't. I might have told this story. Kids are just different. They're all, it's so, there's so much of a variation now, right? So we're in junior A. I'm playing for the Marauders. I think I'm a 20, maybe 19-year-old. Troy Ryan's the coach. We're in Charlottetown for an afternoon Sunday game. You know these Sunday games. You're, you know, you're in it. You're not in it. You're, you're Summerside. You're, you're, Summerside, sorry. Yeah. You're in it, whatever. You know, you're having a good game, whatever. You're, it's it's hard to get up for these Sunday afternoon games. I was still playing well, but I definitely wasn't playing to the top of my ability. I was first line center guy. I was supposed to be a leader on the team, and I remember <laughs> I just, bitch. I was just you know going through the motions, going through the motions. Yeah. Sunday afternoon, summer throwaway game yeah. in Rochester. We're going into the third period, and uh, we're down by one. I think it's three two, and I remember I'm just sitting there. Troy's going through a speech i'm like oh yeah good he calls me out justin why do you play hockey I'm like i don't know i just i, I love the game he goes no i know that but like why do you play hockey i'm like i don't know because my friends do like i love playing he's no 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 why do you play hockey and i'm just like i don't know troy what do you want from me to fucking and, like i, I kind of break down there like we get like a little yelling match and then he just leaves the room and i'm sitting there fucking falling, like what the fuck is, what's i'm telling guy, my what's mom this, what's this guy's problem what's this what the fuck and then I remember Fuji comes and grabs me after. He was the assistant coach. And he goes, Justin, you're going to have the best period of your life right now. So he comes, Troy comes back in the room. He goes, Belly, your line's starting. I'm like, you motherfucker. You don't take me off then. So <laughs> yeah. I get out there, first shift. I didn't score right away, but we ended up scoring. I got the assist on the tying goal to go to overtime, mm-hmm. playing lights out. And then we're in overtime. And I get the assist on the winning goal in OT. Probably the best period of hockey I've ever played in my entire life. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that was my 20 year old year because I remember going into playoffs shortly after that, and we lost in the first round. Yeah, it was to us. It was it. To, the yeah, Bull, Bullen got the OT winner I at think. the Sportsplex. Yeah, Dimmy threw a stick in the rafters. Yeah, like it's still up there probably. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't playing. Anyways, moral of the story: coaches that are hard on you, it can find that button to push you. Never disrespect you, but push your button. Well, that's yeah. That's that's the key to every great coach. And if you can find that button in your players, you're you're gonna be a great coach. And that's the thing is, you got that's that is a great coach, and, and the the proof is in where he's at now, right? Yeah, yeah. So he, the secret to that is, I've done. I didn't really coach much hockey, but I've coached university baseball and shit like that, and I've helped yeah. out and stuff. But secret in my eyes is you have to like individually know each player now like because some guys aren't going to react well to that being yelled at and being called out in front of they're going to go out and they're going to play worse than they ever have right every kid is different i find so like when i was coaching ball like for the majority of like the shit i tried to make that i could was at the beginnings you got to get to know you know you can't go what the fuck belly like what are you doing your dog shit out there you know what i mean but then maybe that would fire you up yeah but the guy beside you is like yeah. Oh, like I hope he doesn't yell at me, kind yeah. of thing, right? So it's like, it, you know, good, good for you for, for taking that as, yeah. you know, what it was. But and that now translate anyone that's listening now translate that over if a situation like that happens to you. Let's say you work at a bank, your boss is a little pissed off at you because your till doesn't match. You know, are you really gonna take that to heart and you're gonna go, all right, buddy? Like, yeah, I'll figure it out. No, you, you know, some guy just being a little stern with you like, rather than calling you out as a, a person. Yeah, you're gonna be fine with it. That, that, that's why things in sports are able to condition you for life. I find. See, I'm with you on that stuff. Like, but, if somebody yells at me, like when I ref now, people yeah. are like, "Did you hear the guy yell yet?" I'm like, "No, like, <laughs> no." Literally, I've been getting I'm yelled at game. since the 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 <laughs> moment I could talk. 
yeah. people have been yelling at me, whether it was in the rink, whether it was a coach, whether it was a teacher because I was being an asshole, whether it was whatever. My my old man never really yelled much. Yeah. Just because, you know, he's too chill. He's just like, hey. Yeah. Stop. But, like, now I'm like, for people, if they, like, kind of beat around the bush with me, I'm like, just fucking hit me with it. Yeah. Just tell me. Yeah. Was that dog shit or did I do well? Yeah. I'm no like, no gray. Black yeah, and white. Like, tell me. You know, I, I, I kind I don't really feel as if this is really your call. So I sucked. Yeah. Just say that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, I, I like that shit too. You come in, call me out. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's how we're doing this. Yeah. Okay, cool. Should we bring up uh, Lespic? We've got to talk about it. Who? Washington. Lepsic, isn't that it? I don't really want to talk too much on this. This is a shitty topic. You can easily twist your words around. It's Leipzig. And Leipzig. My thought process is he's a fucking nobody. Obviously, he's better than me. And he's, you know, oh, he's fucking gone further than you, dudes. Like, yeah, cool, but guess what? Not not anymore. So he's a dickhead. They made fucking a dumb, 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 dumb mistake. And it was just shitty fucking things to say. And the person that sold them out, I'm not. I've yeah, noticed, I know you snitching, yeah. but like. Imagine me sending you a media. picture of a girl that's like a little bit overweight and going oink, oink. Like, how but much what, of a loser do you have to be? Well, that that's my point. Like, like what? how? Like, what, if, imagine if I sent that to you. You'd be like, what do you what do you t- also, like, do you not realize you're under the fucking microscope at all times? Like, I don't care if you're the sixth liner on the worst team in the league. Welcome to the yeah. the era of, like, Lisa and I were talking about this today. Like, people literally have their cameras going at all times. They have, there's hackers. There's, you know what I mean? Like, you yeah. can't, it's just insane. It was so dumb. And I know the the comment, like, uh, you know, hockey players are kind of under the microscope lately. You know, the whole Don Cherry thing kind of yeah. escalated everything. I know that the girl culture. on the, the View called, like, white male hockey players privately that whole thing yeah yeah and i understand how like you know people people are always wondering that aren't in the hockey community what is dressing room talk what is hockey talk i'm telling you right now the thing that we're in those messages that's not dressing room or hockey talk that is not what the boys talk about no that's just a couple fucking pigs it's precisely what they are you know what i mean just just trying to be i don't even like i don't even know it pisses me off because you're right and that's a great point because it's not. That's not. There's the odd comment that might be too far, but everyone kind of does the... No one escalates it. If someone says something that's a little out of the you ordinary, you don't go, oh, that was sick. Yeah, so, you know, keep, yeah, keep you talking You go, about what? It. Uh, yeah. Maybe don't yeah. say that shit again. But it's like, that's not the culture at all. Yeah, there's some shitty times and, like, rookie parties and stuff like that. I'm not going to get into it because I'm not selling them out, but yeah. it's not like that at all, man. That's not what... You don't go in the dress room looking to just absolutely disrespect everybody and, and everything in sight. Like... Yeah. And that's what it's it's made out to look like, right? A lot of the guys are very. I think most guys, definitely. Here's another thing, though. At the NHL level, man, we can't talk. No. You know, these guys are extremely privileged, and they have been for their entire lives. They have pressured. Too. They they haven't been under, uh, you know, financial stress. They haven't been under academic stress. Well, some of them, I guess, when they go to college. But yeah. there's there's guys up there that know they live a great life. But then there's other guys like when at our level, junior level, midget level, whatever. We're, you know. We're grateful for what we have. Yeah, you're just like, fuck, fuck. And we right. know that, you know, if we go to school and we, you know, we're not doing that well, we know that hockey kind of has our back and it'll get us through things. But I, I, I don't know. I don't think a lot of guys take that for granted. You know, I, I remember when it had happened to me, it was just very, okay, I'm sorry, I'll, I'll learn from it. Everything that I messed up in school and a teacher said, you know, Justin, you're a hockey player. You need to be better. You, you have to be more of a leader. You use it against you. You use it against you. You, you know, well, you, the one and thing you, you become lose, a better person. What? Right? It's the one thing you can lose. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Yeah. That's what I always got threatened with hockey. Oh, you're sick? Well, you're not going to hockey tonight. Yeah. Fuck. All right. Where's my sweater? Anyways, I decided Yeah, you had to bring that up. That's, yeah, that's, I guess. That's yeah. a tough one, though. I, I think the, the whole, what you, the point you brought up about the culture and stuff was was where I wanted to head with that. Well, so. if you look at Twitter right now, people that are commenting on what happened, the people that aren't hockey people, they're 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 bashing the hockey culture. Yeah, bashing. well, everyone, that's just a tendency of, it's human nature, man, is to bash something you know nothing about. It's easy. Yeah, I guess so. They're idiots. How yeah. the fuck would you know? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, there are idiots. There's idiots in everything. There's idiots that work at Sobeys. You know what I mean? Dickheads. <laughs> like, that's what I'm trying to say. CBC employees, guys that paint the lines on the roads. There's idiots everywhere. But it's like football, there's idiots. Basketball, idiots. You see what I'm saying here? Like Bill Burr had you, that joke, yeah. You can't about, paint everybody yeah. with the same. It's, and that's exactly what you said. Is people don't know what the fuck they're talking about, and they're just like, <laughs> dickheads, all of them. They were talking about dis, uh, like abuse between relationships in the NFL because there was a lot of guys beating their wives. Domestic and Bill Burr's violence, like, yeah. 
what's what's this compared to like construction workers like america has a problem with yeah you know like it's not just people it's in the just, nfl yeah it's just they're in the spotlight yeah there, there's people out there that are that go to their work and sexually harass people compared to that's hockey players saying. it's no difference it's that's just it's, a, it's an actual problem it's in everything that's why i said sobeys people yeah you know what i mean everybody it's not just because it's it's just easier to yeah why is he doing this he's a millionaire <laughs> he has all the money in the world why would he be bad like i don't know think about it there's all kinds of shit yeah you play pro sports but it's not yeah all lollipops and roses and life's ah, you're just walking through like nothing nothing's wrong and that's where you get caught when you yeah. when you start thinking like that like i'm on top of the world i can do whatever the fuck i want yeah See you later. So what's, uh, as I'm looking at your TV, I'm seeing pictures of baseball. What's the word? I'm hearing a bunch of things from uh, baseball starting up in July or being canceled. I know you said New Brunswick's a no-go. or uh, As of now, yeah. So have you heard anything else? So for us, they had a league meeting on Zoom for anybody who might be thinking otherwise. And um, basically what they're going to meet again as things kind of unfold here for the last little bit. And they're going to meet again, I think, at the start of June, and then they're going to make the call. But they said it's looking like if the numbers or all the things that they say are going to play out um, July, mid-July, which then shortens the season by like 10 games. Then they're going to be seven innings instead of nine and just that kind of shit. But it's just like hard because like senior baseball, yeah, you have sponsors and shit, but that doesn't cover everything, man. There's travel costs and there's... You got to get keep people jerseys. New players come up and there's no jersey. You got to get them on. You got to buy hats every year, you know, programs, that kind of shit. And, like, you have volunteers. So, it's like you do need your your schedule. So, that's why Nationals is canceled because teams aren't going to have time to fundraise. And not to mention companies that usually do the sponsors, some usually. of them are in, yeah. impacted by all this shit, right? So, it's it's I think it was the right call. It sucks. And I know it sucks for Sydney, too, because, I mean, hosting Nationals is a big deal. Is a big thing, but I, I mean, f- f- my thoughts about it is like, I'll take any games I can get, you know. And I know all the boys think the same way. Yeah. It's just like you know, a lot of senior baseball too. I know for our team is just hanging out, like yeah. the boys swing every just week and out they of the go house. to Boston Pizza and like, you know what I mean. Going to the field is is something you you just don't you don't take it for granted, right? Because it's yeah. you're getting older and shit. But I hope, man, either that or softball. I'll take anything, man. I'll start a wiffle ball league in the backyard. I'll, <laughs> I'll we'll play base runners every Thursday. Like, I'll get I'll rent hazmat suits or buy hazmat suits for everybody. I don't even care, but something's got to give here at some point, you know. <laughs> yeah. But we'd still get a good amount of games. Like we play thirty-two, and if it goes, say it does go on that day, hypothetically, we'd still have twenty-four games left, probably. It's plenty. It is lots. It's lots in a small period of time, but take what you can get, right? And, like, playoffs would go on and shit, too, so. You know what would be interesting if the season, let's say, how many games do you think you might have? 20? Yeah, we'll say, just say 20 for argument's sake. It'll be interesting to see what the fan attendance is at these games. People are dying to see sports. Or if they can. Oh, that's another thing, yeah. Because I read something on Softball Canada, it was just, like, some brief ruling if if it comes back sooner than later, and it's, like, you have to, like, pick up your own bat by the barrel, and, like, it's just, like, weird stuff. I just don't understand how it's going to work. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. if we have to have all these measures in place where you can't touch the same things, and like think about a baseball, in a double play, two like people five people yeah. touch the ball yeah. before it gets to it back to the pitcher, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. So it's like, how do you do it? You have a Clorox wipe in your fucking hand. You got to wear gloves yeah, on before like, you throw it over to first. You got to clean it. <laughs> yeah. So the guy has to wait a sec before he can run. Like that's what that's what I mean. You can joke about it, but it's like, what are they gonna do? And it's think about the people that have to make these calls. Here's the thing about the people that have to make these calls. They're no smarter than you or I. They're <laughs> no think? more educated on the coronavirus than you or I. There's there's few people out there that actually know what's going on. Oh, on the virus itself. Yeah, okay. You I know, like, like, in general, I'm like, mm, I don't well, know. Well, no. Like, Just like, actually how it's affecting people. You, you and I hear a million things a day. Oh, no, smoking weed, that's bad for it. No, it's actually good for it. No, <laughs> you know, it's not in the air. It's on your hands. Don't, don't touch your face. Don't drink Clorox. Yeah, it, 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 you hear a million things every day on how to avoid it. And you can't tell me that there's anyone. I, I'm sure there's doctors yeah, yeah, out yeah. there that know what's going on. Yeah. But for the majority of the part, when it comes to running a baseball game, there's no one guy in baseball Nova Scotia yeah, that, that goes, "Okay, here's how we're gonna do it." Yeah, no problem. Off no, top, of my yeah, head. here's how we're gonna do it. It's I already okay. Got a, I already got a plan. Yeah. You know, so yeah. fair enough. And that's the thing. Once everyone says, "Okay, yeah, we're good to go. Business is back open," 
you know, are, 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 am I going to shake hands with the guy that I've missed in the past two months? Hey, Bob, how you doing? Good to see you. Am I shaking hands with him? Shaking am I still hands is pretty much done. You know, am I keeping my six feet apart? Hey, Bill, hey Bob, yeah, I'll, I'll shake your hand in another two months when yeah. coronavirus flees away. Yeah, who knows? You know, who is it's, it, it? You're right, though. It's a good point, I guess. Like, I just, always, I don't know. I guess as I get a little bit older, I start to look at kind of both sides of things instead of just from my point of view. I try to, anyways. I mean, obviously, it's tough, but... It's just like how, like how, like yeah. you're gonna touch the same bat, you're gonna touch the same ball. Like people, like I spit in my glove all the time, and shit like that, right? Yeah. Like no handshakes at games, which is eh, could save some fights, you know. But that's like at the end of a a battle or whatever you do, you shake hands, yeah. right? It's like a sign of respect. Or, but I get it, you know. But it's just like how, how is it all yeah. gonna work? Think with hockey too, like on the bench, sharing the water bottles. You could. I find hockey. If you put everybody in a bubble, you'd be all right. I one still of the mighty think, duck shields. It's, it, it's it's everything after the game. Yeah, I know. It's in the room. It's in the hotel. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's, it's not on the ice physically. Because you have to think about it. If the NHL season were to come back, it would be run almost like how the Telus Cup was run. One rink. It would be, I guess, 30 buses. Everyone goes and eats at one place. Goes yeah. back to the hotel. It has to be on a tight schedule because everybody has to like <clears throat> clean in between. and You yeah, know, it's... Be fucked. It would be great for people like us, the the media, to be able to talk about something and comment on something. It would or be watch great. Something. It would be or watch something. Great for fans. Well, yeah. Just you know, it, it, the ratings would be up. You know, you're telling me NBC Sportsnet aren't going to be happy with their ratings. Everyone's the ratings home. Are up anyways because yeah, whatever they're playing now. They're playing a 1984 Montreal versus <laughs> Philly, whatever. Two million people watching. All right, yeah, let's keep playing. Grab a case of beer. Let's go watch. Got a case of beer. Yeah. <laughs> I went. I was in the lineup the other day getting a case of beer up in. Um, Spryfield area and the, the conversation that was going on in the the lineups. Oh, I love oh that God. shit. Lineup banter. You would have thought everyone was an expert. I heard that. <laughs> here's a here's why I heard that this is how you beat it. I heard it came from Wisconsin. That's not even I heard. They're just 100 percent sure. About oh, they're 100 like, percent no, no. sure. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like, this is what you need to no, do. No, my cousin Billy said that. Uh, you, you, the guy in the pajama pants in line. I'm gonna take fucking advice from. Oh well, well, honey, <laughs> buddy at the liquor store in pajama pants and Crocs. Like he fucking, you know, he told me this. So like this. We, change your plans this is what we're doing right did i tell you did i tell you the what happened at the liquor store buddy in front of me was giving the security guard shit when i got to the front of the line so we're in line for like 20 minutes we're waiting back there i'm kind of talking to the guy in front of me he seems like these. an okay guy you can tell he's a little frustrated because we were probably in line for 20 25 minutes so we finally get to the front of the line and the security the security guard 20 19 years old 21 he's a kid you know he doesn't want to be there just doing his job just trying to make 13 dollars an hour and go home stay safe Buddy gets to the front of the line, starts giving him shit. Why? Why? Why is it so slow? You know why can't you let at least like half of these people in right now? Well, we'll keep our distance. Security, oh yeah, will ya? Security guard just. I'm sorry, sir. Like I don't know. Like my boss just told me to like. And me being the pussy I am, I should have said something to him, but I didn't. But the, nah, the guy that in front of me, I didn't want to cause a whole thing right yeah, there. Yeah, you don't. You don't know what those dickheads, anyways. That guy turn around and just go ape shit on you. But then you're in the anyway. Anyway, I just felt bad for the kid. But I like shit talking them afterwards. Yeah, on the favorite. podcast, not to their face. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Listening. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, if this was you, you're a dick. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> if you're this, you're a dick. Well, that's where you get your social interaction is these liquor store lineups. Yeah, I have. I can honestly say I haven't been to the liquor store since all this started. So I was only once. It was the other day. And when I was in the line, like when I went to the liquor store, I was planning on getting like a 12-pack. <laughs> no, and you don't. I, buddy, you don't go to Costco well, and buy one. That's the thing. I was in the line for 25 minutes. I'm like, I'm not waiting this You get again. one beer for every minute you wait in fucking line. <laughs> That's the way I look at it. But actually, I've had beer. I have beer over here somewhere. Like, look at that Sleeman box. I bought that like four months ago. It's been outside on my deck forever. Look up. <laughs> the box is trashed. It's how not many, even open. How many beer do you got in there? I got 12 there. I got another in my beer drawer there. I got another 15. Some of them I still have from Christmas, dude. Do you? That's how little I drink right now. Just, we, uh, just pure cron. I picked up like an 18 pack and I had, I think, like eight left over one night. And uh, the next morning, Jasper, we went and played uh, lacrosse. Remember I told you we went and played yeah, lacrosse yeah. the other day? So I just brought the eight beer with us. And when we were done chucking around, I was like, boys, I got eight beer in the bag. One each. One each. Let's have a, let's have a beer. <laughs> Might as well. Yeah. And then we just sat there and just had a couple social distance beers. It was great. People were looking at us kind of funny. But the parks are open. Like that court that we played in with the lacrosse night, it's open. Man. So it's not like we're breaking any laws. How is it any fucking different than going walking face to face with somebody at, in the meat section at Superstore? Like... Yeah, I, I, I understand, and, and don't before people fucking shit talk me. I understand that the measures that are in place 
should be in, like enforced, and you do that. We're doing it. We did it yesterday at golf. You know what I mean? So it's like I, everyone's gonna look at every, everything weird. Like, like fuck it. everybody. That it, it's if I'm doing what they're telling me to do within the rules, and suck it. You yeah. know what I mean? Go worry about whatever you got going on because there's something. You gotta learn. You gotta worry about yourself in situations like yesterday like with the plaque with Nikki Walsh. Like we just, I went over, put it oh, near yeah. him, and then he had to come over and grab it and wipe it down. You know, <laughs> so. But it's just like that, and that's funny too. You said social distancing beers like that. When was that ever gonna become a thing? Let's go have beers and sit six feet away from our buddies. Ha <laughs> ha. I don't mind it. It's kind of nice. I seen somebody tweet the other day. He's like, I actually like standing six feet back with yeah. people at the grocery store. Can we always do this? It's nice. <laughs> it is, yeah. But that's uh, my point. Was how is being six seven feet apart having a beer with one of your buddies any different than crossing paths with 15 people at a grocery store yeah it's not especially if you're in the sun outdoors is probably your best bet yeah you know you're not in a confined space going (sighs) breathing you know yeah so but i guess that's why the masks are out i heard the masks are aren't as effective as the gloves apparently it's the gloves that are but here's yeah. the thing I heard, you know, <laughs> I, I, I'm making fun of myself. I you, heard you were in that line too. You know, long. I was, I heard. Uh, <laughs> wow. So, you know, I, you I know. have a buddy who's got a cousin whose niece actually works with a guy whose uncle works for a doctor. So that's how I know. Really? He had you ever cor- play the game telephone, bitch? He had Corona four years before this all happened. So yeah. He knew he before. <laughs> he was actually co-writer on the Simpsons. So. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, fuck. That sounds credible. That's amazing. That show, how they just call everything, eh? I don't. That creeps me out, dude. There's, are they? They're still making shows. My thing is, like, did they? This. Did anybody ever research the episode of the clips? Because, like, what if The Simpsons is just duping everybody and they're just making a clip of The Simpsons of predicting that shit? You know, you're confusing me now. So it's just like you know how like they always show clips and they're like The Simpsons predict this in fucking season three, fucking 1987. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, That this yeah. is this was gonna happen. Did anybody ever? Yeah. Like, go farther than just that clip? Because what if they just recreated it right there? Um, Space Jam, the Michael Jordan movie, when the that NBA, was that was pretty crazy. It was to the date. Like, it was. when did this all happen? Like, April 23rd it started, April 14th or something. And that was the initial date of when... I think it was March. March? When Mar- well, whenever. Like, a, a good date pretty close to when this all happened. Yeah. Space Jam was released. It was the exact day. Was it? That they shut the Space Jam world down because of a like a virus. Oh, no. They had them all in a bubble or something, remember? It was the exact day the NBA shut down. Yes. It was the exact day the movie was released. That's what it was. How creepy is that? No. I'm pretty sure. The, the, it's the, either that or the the NBA shut down, the, the Pro League shut down on the exact day, like in the movie and in something like that. But I think you might be right now that I say what I said out loud. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm just looking at your screen go, man. I'm just looking at everyone close together. I'm like, back up. Uh, that's what I mean, man. I've been watching TV going, oh, boy. Back up. Uh, he, uh, that guy's four feet apart. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> like, he got the fucking measuring stick out. That's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. Just Be- a nice camera shot of my screen for the whole podcast would have been ideal. Just a time capsule. <laughs> Look at it. Is oh. Or is that Nationals? I have like three pictures that came in, that went in newspapers, and all three of them are the same guy, Johnny Chapman, sliding in really every single time <laughs> against Cheryl. It's hilarious. Who's the photographer? Same guy? I don't know, man. That's funny. Yeah, I'm, I'm in like, the it's second base is right on the side of the dugout, so the yeah. camera guy usually goes there. So yeah. I'm right in line with shit. Um, I hope you guys make nationals again after watching that video. I just I want to go. It would have been great if you guys made it this year and went up to Cape Breton. Like I would have well, been we there. Going I, I would have slept on the floor at the Cambridge. You know, it just would have been a great time to go up and just have. Uh, and we could have worked. High button sports. We easily could have contacted. Uh, you know the the what are they called the Sooners? Sydney yeah. Sooners. Like easily could have got some work in. Yeah, I, yeah. Those boys, you'd be up. They'd be you'd be fine. I wouldn't have been working though. That's my vacation. No, well, yeah, you would have been playing, but yeah. Another HB guy there. You talk to Billy lately? Talk to Billy all the time. How's he doing? Oh, Italy. God. Billy's doing good. Same old. Yeah. He's the him and Alt's working from home, right? So it's business as as usual, hey? <laughs> That's another thing people are gonna start to figure out. Companies are gonna start to figure out. It's like, oh, okay, well they already have. Half of our employees have been working from home, so why don't they just stay home and then we can cut back on half of our office costs and we don't have to pay as much At rent. Straight off the get go. You yeah, know? and like think about like uh, what are they called? Like allowances for travel and stuff like that. Like people are doing Zoom calls now instead of going. 
that's what I said. I said before that we're realizing, first of all, personally, like you realize what really like, you know, do you need to survive a, eh? and like we, you don't do anything right now. So it's, you know, you're always trying to like buy shit and go mm-hmm. places and you know, yeah, it gets boring, but like you, you do realize, you know, what you really just need barely to get by and, and make shit happen. You don't have fun, but obviously it adds to travel and shit like that. But you know, who's making a ton of money right now is Amazon. Yeah, Amazon, fucking There's all the online shit. Everything that's ordering online. Walmart. If you have a good online setup system, I think you're still fine. I think I've ordered online at Canadian Tire and Rona like six times since this. Literally, it's perfect. You pay right there and you go pick it up and that's it. Yeah. They bring it right to your car. Well, that's what, uh, that's what I wanted to bring up. I think I brought it up at the beginning of the podcast, but companies are adjusting. Look at Sports Wheels. They were advertising with us. Sport befo- Wheels. Sport Wheels. <laughs> Did I say sports? Yeah. Sport Wheels. They were advertising about the... Uh, warehouse. The warehouse. Baseball. Okay, great. Okay, now that's not open. So how do we adjust and make sure that people still buy products exactly. from our actual store? Okay, Justin, come on in. Let's shoot something different where we're promoting curbside pickup. That's we're right. promoting social distance. Mm-hmm. Companies aren't shutting down. Companies are adjusting. My mom, yeah, she had to let go a lot of her employees, but she's still selling nail polish, massage oils, for sure. creams for women. Women still need to look good. You know, They still yeah. need their creams. They still need things. It's for their so mental health. What does that have? Exactly. <laughs> so what's any different about us? We still need to be working. Yeah, we might the advertising dollars might be down. The the hoodies Whatever. and sales and t shirt sales might be down. But it's not like we, we just can't stop. We just have to adjust. Exactly. Look at us right now. We're it's six the feet same apart. Anything, you well, know, more than six feet apart. Actually, you know what I mean. This is like eight. I'll just lay down and then add two feet. If I lay down and I'm halfway, we're <laughs> we're six feet. <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's just, companies need to adjust, and the ones that don't adjust and they just give up. There's been plenty of companies. Some ha- some companies have no choice but to give up. Yes, that's true. Right? Uh, which does suck. There's a lot of contractors that are coming over to help us. Not a lot, but we have a couple contractors coming over to work on the house, and they just refuse to work in apartment buildings. Yeah. So imagine if you're the manager of an apartment building, you got a leak on the fourth floor, and Buddy's apartment, we need a plumber in here. And, and you we, don't have the you, rent dollars coming in. Like. And you can't get a plumber in there. And that apartment building leaks, and now you have uh, mold in the wall, and now you need to rip down all the drywall. you got to redo everything, and <laughs> that's another 500. Th- apartment underneath. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's shitty. There's going to be Plumbers so are immune to everything, though, bud. They deal with shit all day. The plumber that came over to our place, man, it was impressive. Yeah. He, he had this long pipe with a camera on it. He started up on the top floor, and the... The thing went down all the way to the basement, and he was seeing there was like a little cat ball, fur ball, pulled it up. It was just incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. you would think, though, if, if we have phones, so like in my mind, what phones can do, that everything should be that high tech. Like, yeah. there's no reason he can't have a big, long, yeah. like, feed stick or whatever the hell they call it with a camera on it. Yeah. Like, GoPros are this fucking big. Yeah. You know, make them smaller. Me and Sarah are sitting there like, oh, this is probably going to cost us like two grand. He's going to have to rip out the drywall. He's going to have to do this. He's going to have to do <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, worms. He goes, oh, yeah, I saw this. I did this twice today already. No worries. I got you. <laughs> just pulls out this, you know, 100-foot little stringy thing, puts it down there, brings it up. All right, yeah, there's 50 bucks. Thanks. See you later. Yeah, guy. see you later. I got to go 20 minutes. seven more of these. It's, it's incredible. Like, the confidence he had when we told him the problem, he goes, all right, no worries. Well, that's good. I got it. That makes you feel good. Oh, yeah. Some guys are just dickheads, though, and they, they're like, yeah, like me. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. Here's and how it falls down. <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. If the contractor pulls up in a nice truck, I trust him. Yeah, don't let him fool you. No, he's like, I don't know. He, he, he True, pulled. trucks ain't nothing to fuck with, right? There, that's yeah. It's like, all right, he's making money. Yeah, but then again, car dealerships are. Is his truck beat up though? That's what no, I look no. for the grizzled truck. His Those truck are the workers, was, buddy. His truck was nice. Oh, so he was top of the food chain then. But then I asked him about it. I was like, hey, nice truck, and he goes, oh yeah, cars, car company, car dealerships are just giving away cars right now. So I think he just got like a, a terrible deal on it. You walk in, they're like, fuck it, take it. Yeah, take it and just pay us four years down the line. Sign here. So that's then after he said that, I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I need a new car too. So if anyone listens and you have car connections, I got one I can sell you too in return. But I was gonna say on the sport wheel, th- sport wheels thing. Uh, my favorite saying so far since this all started was like, remember that company that you asked to sponsor your kid or whatever like that, like there's the company you need to support now, right? Yeah. Which is exactly why yeah. we're so big on sport wheels too, man. They're yeah. unbelievable. You could buy used shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not that that's really, you know, people want to do that right now, but yeah. it's like, obviously they clean it and shit, but they have everything, man. Yeah. They literally, at one point it was like bikes. I think they started as bikes and then it was yeah, like a bike was shop bikes. and then they started to get hockey and I remember they had like all the best secondhand stuff. So obviously I shopped there. And but then they got their baseball selection is crazy, and now they like sponsors 
like softball leagues and yeah. athletes, so they just have everything, man. Yeah. I could literally, you know, when you were younger, like when we were hanging out with Tommy's and Andy called at your host, and he's like, "You want to go to Cleves?" Yeah. And you're just like, "Fuck yeah, let's go to Cleves." You yeah. wander around for an hour. You're and like, Ooh. nine times out of ten, you got a buddy working there, so you just stay and talk to them too. <laughs> that's it. You, just you hustle them for deals. Yeah. <laughs> so that's right. So you got yeah, support local. That was my point. Yeah. I don't support anything, so because I just sit home. But I was gonna say something. How much time we got here? It's gotta be an hour. Fifty-five minutes right now. Jesus Christ! I was gonna say something. I would imagine it was gonna be so sick too. (laughs) Everyone would have been like, "Oh wow!" Oh swag! What was I gonna say? I completely forget. Yeah, welcome to my world, buddy. Blanked. Blanked. Well, it looks like we're wrapping her up, eh? Got the rest of this joint to smoke, so. What are you, uh, I was going to say, what are you doing the rest of the day, but I'm pretty sure I know what. It's nothing. We're going to shed a bit. Well, you and I are going to sit eight to ten feet apart for a little bit and talk business. Is that a wasp? I would like, we'll get another coffee in this here. Is that a wasp? There's wasps in here periodically. They're not aggressive. You just let them be. Oh, yeah, the killer hornets are coming too. Yeah, they won't get in here, buddy. I got a text mid-podcast. Come on, people. All right, let's wrap it up here. All right, everyone, uh, you know, what can I say? Thank you very much just for, I say thank you every time. Listening to us talk about nothing for sometimes an hour. The best feeling in the world. Remember like when we were at the golf course yesterday and you said the the older gentleman came up. He's like, oh, I think that's the high button sports. Those are the high button sports guys. No, the high button, the high button thing. Oh, the high button thing. Yeah. Even though he had no idea what it was, he said high button thing. You have no idea how much that means to, do, to dudes and I. Yeah, your best shot of the day was right after I told you that. You know what I mean? Like, it's <laughs> it's, it's true. Like, I remember when we used to work, uh, or when I used to go to, like, Halifax Hurricanes games, basketball fans. Hey, I'd wear the high button sports hoodie. Hey, Justin, you know, love what you're doing. That, that's the stuff that gets me going. Yeah, I don't care. We have the blinders on for that shit, right? You know what I mean? It's it's that's the stuff don't get me wrong it's it's nice to make money it's nice to move ahead in the in the company but little things like that where people like our videos share our videos comment you have no idea how yeah, much constantly looking oh fuck a thousand views like when we, when we uploaded welsh's video yesterday dudes and i were losers so we're sitting there just looking at the views <laughs> go up and up and up and you're a loser man. we could just get we could, we could be just as excited as watching our views go from zero to a thousand than an advertising deal. It's it's the same mm-hmm. excitement. We, we 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 get the same amount of thrill from it. Well, so you don't know if people like what we're like at the exactly. beginning, right? You're like, yeah, yeah. like well, well, I guess if they don't like it, then well, that's it, right? Yeah. But you know, it's cool. It's cool to have fans. So just but we don't really think about it, but yeah, thank you for sure. It's fun. Yeah, and that's how you support local with us. We're not asking for your money. Don't give us shit. We don't appreciate. We don't want anything. All we do is appreciate uh, the, the the you know, essentially you guys fucking with us. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. keep on fucking with us. We appreciate that. That's it. That might have been the, the most, the deepest I've ever heard you speak. Well, you know, what else you want to say? Just some deep shit, man. Just keep riding with us. Yeah. Keep being patient. We promise to give you guys safe content when we're six <laughs> feet apart. But don't expect to see us in a rink anytime soon, but... You know, we're going to do what we can. I can tell you what, though. The minute the door's open to a rink, I'll go and just stand in it. Yeah, <laughs> just smell it. <laughs> I'll just go. I'll, I'll walk right out to center ice with shit going on in there. Best smell in the world is Centennial Arena, September time. Tryout smell. Get the anxiety that comes back. The smell of knowing you're going to make AAA. The Not s- for you, I guess. <laughs> My, the smell. Whenever I walked in Centennial, younger days, September. In your blue fucking Jopa. The smell I'd, for some reason, I'd always look for like Colin Gorman. All right, where's the biggest guy? Who's gonna hit me here? All right, can I match that guy up? All right, I, all right. Nope. Just, just fear, Gorman. Just, just all fear. All right, who's the coaches? Well, who's you judging were me a here? Wearing a non-CSA certified blue <laughs> Jofa, I'd be scared too. Cage is dangling off it. Like, come on, ankles look like they're breaking. Who are we trying to hit? Oh, the guy in the blue helmet. Okay, done. Target. Yeah. I tried to hit you on my own team because that helmet. That's what you had in novice. You and Grant Frazier. Grant Frazier had the white fucking Jofa. Yeah, because Montreal Canadiens have Josh Rosal had the, the white and blue Coopers. They look like road hockey pads. Tommy had the little tiny ones with the eyes on them, remember? <laughs> I remember everything, man. Is it Robiakis? Just like a concert out here or something. Like J-Rock's, what are you, J- <laughs> J-Rock's uh, house party. What's going on? What's going on? <laughs> and that, what do you say? And that Tyrone in the back. <laughs> no, it's the guy, Hydro. <laughs> it's Hydro. Anyways, let's, right, wrap, this let's wrap it up. Thank you, guys. We appreciate everything. We are out.
Oh, 